Welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy podcast. Here's what you can expect from listening to Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy. My true passion is all about helping educate you, the listener, on plant-based nutrition. I educate through my own story and experiences on a multitude of plant-powered topics, including health, plant-based nutrition, fitness, mindfulness, to teach you how you can be your most powerful self every day. With interviews with top fitness, health, wellness, and spiritual experts, this podcast is a non-judgmental, fun, and happy atmosphere. Sit back and enjoy some of the amazing interviews that I have with not only plant-based experts, but with people who have truly transformed their lives with plant-based nutrition. So welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. I'm super excited today because I'm speaking with Gina Banana Limos, and she is the founder of 360 Health Connection, an award-winning author and the creator and host of the live health event, Your Plant-Based Guide Conference, which I just missed uh, a little while ago. <laughs> Gina is dual certified in integrative nutrition and vegan nutrition and has shared the stage with world-renowned medical professionals and industry leaders, including Dr. Michael Clapper, Dr. Brooke Goldner, Dr. Joel Kahn, Ocean Robbins, Robert Cheek, and many, many others. Gina, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Let's start with, uh, can we talk a little bit about what you were going through before you adopted plant-based nutrition into your life? Yes, oh, I was just a mess. <laughs> um, I had literally just lived decades suffering and thinking that there was no hope, there were no answers. I mean, I, I tried about everything I could. Um, and I didn't have anything really serious and life-threatening, um, at least I, I usually say at least not yet, because I think that's where it was headed. Right. But I, you know, I had a lot of, of health issues, chronic health issues that really just wore me down and, and really prevented me from living the life that I wanted to live and being there for my family and my children in the way that I wanted to be, um, you know, chronic uh, sinus infections that would last for weeks on end and horrific allergies and asthma and just all kinds of different issues like that, you know, cystic acne um, and as an adult, <laughs> which is very embarrassing. And it, it just didn't seem like there was any solutions. I tried holistic medicine, traditional medicine. I just I was a mess. <laughs> right. And do you feel like a lot of, because I see this a lot on a daily basis, that people seem to just uh, accept that about their life, you know, and they may even say, oh, I'm just getting older and this is what's expected. Um, do you feel that? Do you hear mm -hmm. that? I hear it from a lot of people. I never luckily really bought into that myself. I, I thought 
there had to be something out there, but I, you know, I just thought that this was the best I could get to. Like some of the holistic doctors I went to were able to help me to a certain point. Right. Um, and, and helped me with certain issues, but others just, I assumed, well, like you said, you know, I'm getting older or I've had kids and this is just the way it is. Um, but I, I do hear that from a lot of people. And I talked a lot about that at my conference about how it's, it's just false. It's just this narrative that we've been fed in order to keep us in victimhood, you know, to keep us reliant on traditional medications and the pharmaceutical industry and thinking that we need them, that that's the answer. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. I also think too, you know, when the, now with people who are adopting plant-based nutrition and starting to live more vibrant lives, even later in life, 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, you know, other people are recognizing that and seeing that thing like, oh, okay. So, you know, that 60, right. 60 doesn't have to look so sick and, you know, so, um, you know, not being able to participate in all these activities, 60 can look exactly how it looked when I was 40 and I can still have all that energy. Right. But, but I really do think, absolutely. That, you know, people like us to sort of share this information and, and really just kind of like walk the walk. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I was very shocked to see the age range of the people who attended my conference even because I thought that it would be more millennials because yeah. they seem to be so much more into their health and natural and the environment. Um, but I was really shocked. I mean, the average age I would say was probably around 50 something or 60 something at my conference. And I had people older and a little bit younger, but for the most part, it was, you know, older adults looking into this and wanting an answer, looking for, you know, something that they could grasp onto, um, you know, and I have people who left the conference who gone vegan since then. And, you know, an aunt and uncle in particular of mine who are in their 60s, and they said they feel incredible. They're sticking with it because of how great they feel. Oh, that's amazing. My father-in-law, yeah. he is, uh, he's in his sixties. Um, and he is, you know, very active. He golfs, he does yoga. Uh, he even does hot yoga, which I tried once and was just like, mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't do this. I couldn't keep up with him. But, wow. You know, it took uh, a few trips. They have a place in Florida. So it took a, a few trips for me to go down and start, you know, cooking my own meals and eating before going out to dinner with them where he started looking at me and thinking, oh, you know, you know, what is that you're doing in the kitchen? What are you eating? And it's mm -hmm. funny enough because he started uh, adopting plant-based nutrition and he's saying the same thing. You know, my golf game's better. I'm, you know, I, I can, wow. uh, stay up later. I feel more energy. I don't have headaches and he's so allergies and asthma and all that stuff. And that's starting to sort of resolve itself as well. So, so yeah. Really yeah. Once you get rid of that inflammation, it's incredible how you feel. It's just, it's a completely new body almost. <laughs> it's just like, 100%. wow. And I, 
Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't realize how bad they actually feel. Like a lot, I think a lot of people are like me. They know that they're, you know, how I used to be, I should say, where you just feel tired every day. You just feel worn down and, you know, you need that afternoon cup of coffee or some sort of caffeine to get through the rest of your day. And you just kind of chalk it up to this is the way it is. And, you know, because everybody, so many people, the majority of our population feels that way. So you think you're normal. Right. When in reality, that's, that's really abnormal. That is not the normal way to be. Well, exactly. We, you know, for instance, waking up exhausted after a full night's sleep, that's not normal to me. And that's how I used to feel in the mornings. Um, so Gina, you had a friend that suggested a vegan plant-based diet, uh, to help clear up your chronic infections. Um, can you talk about a little bit about, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what she suggested and how you felt about it in the beginning stages? Yes. Um, (laughs) I was terrified Uh (laughs) actually. Well, I mean, I was terrified when she took me out to eat. I should say that when when we spoke, we met for coffee and just through you know casual conversation, she mentions that she's vegan, and I really thought she had lost her mind. I thought that she was nuts, <laughs> but she explained to me that it actually had cured her heart disease, and um, also she had lifelong eczema, and it cured that. And then she went on and told me that her boyfriend actually had severe diabetes and um, that he was on insulin shots every day and it cured that as well. And so it got my attention and it got me looking into the science behind it and doing research. And, you know, the facts were just very clear. I mean, and and I'm a very fact-based person. You know, I'm I'm always, you know, don't tell me what you think, show me what you know. And so I, I want that, those details, I want the scientific facts to back it up. And it was there, you know, and I was so shocked that no one had ever told me this before, that no doctor had ever broached the subject. Um, but even when, even after that, I, I still, I knew it logically, but I just, it hadn't hit me emotionally yet. And so when she invited me out to eat, I was terrified I just thought, oh God, what is she going to try to feed me? (laughs) So I was blown away, of course, at how good it tasted and couldn't believe that what I was eating was not actually chicken. (laughs) Right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how it started for me. And, you know, it still took a couple of months after that to really go with it. Um, yeah, to, to really make it a part of my life and, and to believe, you know, that was the right thing to do. Right. And if, you, if you're the type of person, you know, I'll believe it when I see it type, uh, mm-hmm. then when did you start noticing the changes? Well, I mean, for me, it, it took probably about three months to see the initial changes to like my energy was back and 
I just was feeling so good. And I would say between three to six months is when everything started to turn around. My allergies went away, my asthma stopped, my um, cystic acne cleared up. I, I Actually, my skin was like glowing for the first time in decades and looked awesome. Um, I just, I felt incredible. It, it was so amazing. It was such a transformation, but it, it didn't take that for me to do it because I had to do it first to get to that point. Right. Um, what really did it for me was the animal cruelty side. Yeah. And, you know, the more I researched, the more I came across undercover videos from factory farms and saw the abuse firsthand and put the connection together between the dog meat trade in Southeast Asia, which I had been protesting against uh, for, you know, a year or more, and the animals that I was choosing to consume. You know, I, I realized the hypocrisy in me fighting these other cultures who believe it's normal to consume dogs and cats when I'm doing the same thing just to a different species. And I made that connection that there was no difference. So that, that was my turning point. And, you know, psychologically and, and emotionally, but then my health turning point came between about three to six months into the diet. That's fascinating, especially since, you know, I think many of us uh, feel the same, you know, we have this sort of um, awareness of, you know, our, we look at our dogs and we think, you know, I can't imagine ever harming one of my animals. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, I, I was the exact same way here. I am still eating chicken and steak. Uh, so mm -hmm. <laughs> it does take until you make that connection an animal is an animal, no matter what. And it really right. sort of begins to open your eyes to a whole other world of, not just what you're doing for your health, but what you're doing to the environment and what you're doing to animals. And it, it really is Absolutely. an all encompassing lifestyle that you end up adopting over just changing what you're eating for that matter. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, now it, it seems insane to me mm -hmm. to actually bring an animal into the world just for the sole purpose to slaughter it. <laughs> so, yeah, it, you know. But before, I mean, it just seemed so normal because we all grew up eating animals. I mean, my, my diet growing up was anything but plant-based. You know, I, I grew up in an Italian household with a family deli <laughs> that I worked mm -hmm. at as a teenager. And so I, yeah, I just thought that was so normal. So then how would you, if you could go back and speak to your younger self or that person just before they decided to make that transition, how would you uh, speak to them and what type of advice would you give to them about transitioning to plant-based nutrition, knowing mm. what you know now? Yeah, that's a good question. I, you know, my, my friend handled it in a, in, I think a really great way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just, piquing my interest and letting me see what it did for her and for her boyfriend, not hitting me over the head with it or shaming me. 
Um, and she did make one comment, which I thought was so perfect, and it re it just stuck with me. It resonated within me so deeply. Um, she said some, and it, she said it without judgment, you know, without really pointing the finger at me or or making it about me. She just said, you know, I don't understand how animal lovers can eat animals when all animals feel pain and fear. And it just kept replaying in my head over and over again. So, you know, I might say something similar, um, but if, if it's someone who I think is not really that concerned with, with animal cruelty, um, as a lot of men aren't, mm-hmm. um, health-wise, I would just say to somebody, give it a try. What, what else do you have to lose, you know, or what do you have to lose? I mean, if you try it for three months and you get no benefit, then okay, go back to your way of eating. But the upside is you might end up with a completely new life. I mean, there's no downside to it. There's absolutely no risk, no downside, no danger in trying it. Um, So yeah, I mean, just give it a shot because as they say, you know, the next three months or six months or a year are going to go by regardless. Well, exactly. Yeah. And I, I also feel that, you know, nobody ever said, oh, I really regret those three weeks of eating healthy because it was terrible. Right. <laughs> um, and that's kind of yeah. what I did as well. Uh, when I got diagnosed with endometriosis, I was given um, a lot of options, but none of the options that I was willing to take. I didn't want to take synthetic hormones. I didn't want to get pregnant. Um, I didn't Mm -hmm. want to take uh, medication designed to mask the pain. So for me, I set the bar very low. I said, 30 days, I'm going to try an anti-inflammatory diet, which is whole food plant-based diet. If it doesn't work, Mm -hmm. I'll go to plan B and I'll take the medication or whatever I have to do. And lo and behold, it worked. So I thought I'll do this for another wow. 30 days. And I did. And, you know, almost two years later, I'm living symptom-free. Um, oh, that's so, so awesome. With endometriosis. So exactly. I, I definitely didn't regret anything. People always ask me, mm-hmm. you know, do you miss anything from your old diet or your old life? And I always say, I don't miss uh, missing family events because I'm in the hospital doubled over in pain. Mm-hmm. I don't miss waking up feeling like crap. I also don't miss right. having, you know, terrible breakouts at almost 40, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> yep. you know, no, I don't miss that old life. If that's what you're asking. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm embracing all yeah. of the energy that I have now, the clear skin that I have and not missing out on important things in my life just because you know, I have this inflammatory condition. Right. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly the way I feel. I, you know, people say the same thing to me. Do you miss eating meat? And I, I say, you know, I, I don't because I don't miss how I felt when I was eating it. I don't miss the, um, you know, how tired I was and how, I, how I was, like you said, breaking out all the time and, um, you know, there's just so much upside. It's just why, <laughs> why would you choose it? Yeah. And the, I feel like the reward is greater 
living a sustainable plant-based lifestyle than those few moments of pleasure, let's say, when you eat something that's either, you know, highly refined with sugar or highly processed. Uh, those moments don't last mm -hmm. as long as, you know, full days of having energy, which to me is all worth it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, nothing can replace the feeling of having your life back. <laughs> and I know, like you were saying, I missed out on so many family events and get togethers with friends because they had pets. Mm -hmm. And I knew if I went to their house, I would be sick for weeks. I would get, you know, I would have an allergic reaction. The congestion would get to me, it would turn into a sinus infection, and then I'd be down for weeks. And so, you know, when you've got, I had two kids and a husband and, you know, a household to take care of, yeah, who you can do have, that? And you don't have time for that. <laughs> right, right. You need yeah, more I mean, you, for that. Absolutely, you know, and I was working on, you know, on top of all the, the, the family stuff, so yeah, just now I I have three pets of my own. I have three dogs. Um, you know, I have my mom staying with me right now, and she's got her cat with us, which I never in my life would have been able to handle before. I would have been sick right now talking with you. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just night and day. It's incredible. Oh, that's beautiful. Final question yeah. for Christina. Uh, I have to bring this up because I love your book, What the Fork. Um, oh, thank you. Can you speak a little bit about what you think the biggest culprit in our home is with respect to diseases and how we began to work towards eliminating that? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would go back to the food. And I say that because there are other toxins and in our homes, and I talk a bit about that in, my, in the ebook that I have on my website. Um, for free for people, 13 Steps to a Cancer-Free Kitchen, but everything else can be processed and handled pretty much in our body um, for the most part, you know. I mean, if we're overdoing it with toxins, you know, toxic overload, then we might not be able to get past it with food, but for the most part, the average person can handle toxins coming into their body if they're eating properly, if all of the systems within their body are working as they should be, because we naturally detox, you know, our liver, mm -hmm. um, our lymph system, our, our waste system, those things all remove toxins. But if we're overloading and if we're not giving our body what it needs for those systems to work properly, then we get sick. So, you know, we can see this in the Asian culture because they smoke heavily. Um, you know, the Asian population, you know, I'm talking about the Asian population that lives like especially in Japan, they smoke heavily. And even though they smoke so much, they have much lower rates of lung cancer than we do here in the United States because they tend to eat healthier. They eat a more plant-centric diet. Um, you know, the younger generation who are kind of moving towards the Western diet, they are now getting the same disease rates as we have in the Western part of the world. 
but their ancestors who stick with mostly their traditional diet of primarily plants, maybe a tiny bit of fish here and there, but you know most of most of their food is plant based um, their disease rates just don't compare they're so low, so definitely the food yeah, absolutely yeah. Yeah, I mean, exercise, sleep, everything is so important. But yeah, that's that's absolutely number one. It's definitely the root cause. I found, you know, when I adopted the plant-based uh, diet to sort of fix one thing, it ended up, you know, changing my entire life by uh, resolving a persistent wrist issue, um, mm. helping me with. Uh, you know, now I have more balanced moods. I used to suffer from PMS. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah. and really, it, it's, you know, it's the food because I was still meditating. I was working out every single day. And the only mm -hmm. thing that changed was the food. Yeah, that was the same for me. I mean, I've, I've worked out since I was a teenager. I lifted weights six, seven days a week. You know, I, I ate what I thought was healthy, quote unquote, healthy, according to, you know, every major magazine and <laughs> health and fitness and, you know, all, all the mainstream stuff, um, you know, and I, I tried to avoid toxins and I didn't smoke, I didn't drink, I didn't do drugs. I, I lived what most people consider to be the ultra healthy life. So it literally was just cutting out animal foods that completely turned my health and life around yeah I agree same thing happened to yeah. me. well I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast and chatting with me and giving uh -huh. us your insights you are amazing and I want to thank you so much thank you thank you so much for the kind words and I, I appreciate you having me the best way to spread the word about the amazing benefits of plant-based nutrition is to share information. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and family, both in person and through social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm so thankful for each and every share, mention, and follow from you guys. And if you're looking for more plant-based recipe inspos or you want to kickstart your very own plant-based journey, please visit www.jenniferz.com. Until next time, guys, stay healthy, happy, and plant-based.